Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Go Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons. A game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. Ha <laughs> ha, it's back. <laughs> I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Go Gaming. But tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing a couple characters tonight, maybe, but at least for now, the half-elven ranger, Aideen. I'm also the friend he's killed most recently. Uh, most recently, oh. yes. <laughs> Adam. Playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. How's it going, everybody? No, no it's going fine. Fuck you. Oh, wait, did you oh. answer that, no. Andy? <laughs> I was going to say it's going great. Adam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a real wow. gift of the Magi situation. <laughs> I think. Lena. Playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. Darcy. Playing the tiefling cleric, Hakari. Danger zone! <laughs> Beautiful. And our returning guest uh, coming in tonight, Chris Orley playing Crotch the Sticky. She's not going to say hi. She's going to be no, I think mysterious. Chris like left the voice chat and then rejoined. I'm yeah, back. I heard that too. <laughs> I couldn't hear anyone for a second. Was like, uh, what no, the hell happened? The timing on that was amazing because I I love Andy's like, and the bit's gonna be she's silent, and then what's coming up? Nothing. Shit. This doesn't feel like a bit anymore. It's all good. Chris Worley oh. playing Crotch oh the Sticky. Oh my god. Yes. I'm here. <laughs> Chris is amazing. You need to follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Vexing Design with threes instead of E's. So V three Xing three three design, uh, yeah. You got it. it. I'm it just. just it I'm looks just gonna, right. When you when you type it out, it just. It I'm just, just gonna drop right. that in the chat right now. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> uh, check her out on Facebook at Chris Orley as well. Um, awesome. So again, massive spoilers tonight. If you are not caught up in the YouTube Twitch uh, version of recording our podcast. Um, if you've only gotten through season one of Goats and Dragons, there's going to be some spoilers ahead. Uh, just kind of let you let you know that that's going to be there. Um, and also, oh my gosh, Miraculous Monty with some amazing fan art <laughs> of, of a Hyena Vimeris Charity and Burbage as well as Snake Armor. <laughs> Charity and and Vimeris. oh it's so beautiful, Miraculous Monty, you're amazing. Um, you should definitely follow them at 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 Miraculous Monty on Twitter. Uh, amazing art, I love the aesthetic, super fun, and they're really into, you know, they're really into games and 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 listening to some podcasts and and uh, support that any way you can if you can. We're so, uh, so excited about that. Darcy in Discord said that she recognized the snake armor but didn't recognize the hyena moment. Um, and so yeah. for both her and for anybody listening who's curious, 
the hyena Vimeris moment is from I think episode thirty nine of the podcast, um, which was when mm-hmm. we were fighting the gnolls, Darcy, um, and Ch- and Charity and uh-huh. Burbage was riding Vimeris, and, and then Burbage had, like rolled off of hyena Vimeris to to put a healing potion down your throat, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> he saved it. you. It's all good. All good. All good. Um, so we are uh, Goats and Dragon Normal, the the Fates of Rin um, campaign um, in the Goats and Dragons podcast is now through season one. Uh, and season, we're getting a couple bonus episodes in there, which are hilarious little clips of of Burbage a lot. <laughs> but of, uh, <laughs> yeah, but of great moments uh, surrounding <laughs> these characters from season one, and it's it, they're super fun and super um, amazing. Adam's done a episode, great job putting those together. Bonus episode number five is all Meepus. It is literally like almost four is hours really? of Meepus. <laughs> it is like every. <laughs> It is every Meepus moment or scene with some <laughs> with some Lomina in there too because it's connected. Oh. But like I spent so much time on the Meepus compilation, <laughs> the, the Burbage clips were just easy for me because they're the most recent and they're like yeah. you know the funniest. <laughs> so they're great. So, they're amazing. Yeah. So it's the Meepus supercut. This the, the oh, supercut. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and, uh, season two is going to drop September 30th, I believe. Uh, so get ready for that. Cause season two, fuck, it's awesome. Uh, it's been great so far and we're only, you know, probably 20 or so episodes in to the podcast at this point with that. Whew, can't wait. Fun stuff. Uh, also we have a secondary podcast, uh, helpful goat gaming presents in which we are playing different one shots, uh, getting a few shorter campaigns in, um, as well as just getting, getting behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Darcy and I just recorded a, an episode of behind the goat. Uh, <laughs> I have no oh, idea. Are we calling it that? That awful. No, how about <laughs> behind, funny. behind the goats is what you call it. Behind the goats. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Sounds a little better. <laughs> and you, when weirdly you spelled it with an E behind the goat C, that was confusing. Oh, it's oh, really. Um, but either way, you're gonna get to. Uh, you're gonna get to. Hopefully, uh, we can talk some of our other um, players into doing some of that as well, and get a little behind the scenes, uh, and just get to know us a little better, and us uh, in the context of playing this game that we love so much. Um, yeah. So uh, all of that is coming to that other uh, feed, which is Helpful Go Gaming presents. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Subscribe to that. Anywho, let's begin tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Oh, quiet music. Oh, no. Shit. <laughs> the music. The music. Oh, no. It's... There we go. <laughs> the, the, the silky smooth transitions are by far my favorite part. <laughs> also, Adam, I, I feel like we perhaps should not... Uh, release, or maybe we should release that behind-the-scenes episode in uh, close proximity to certain episodes of Waterdeep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, so true. So true. Yeah, I gotta say, I prefer this song when it's not muted. <laughs> <laughs> Just some feedback for you, Andy. <laughs> Previously Rude. on Goats and Dragons. <laughs> That's what a fireball spell looks like. <laughs> uh, the party, having just witnessed the death of Charity, was vulnerable and nearly catatonic when Hakari stepped up, got them to their feet at least. Um, they were very quickly met by Aideen Greygust and the pirate legend Crotch the Sticky who ushered them safely back to the bushy tent pole of the local tavern. The group, having a terrible time dealing with the trauma, uh, are, are now having to rely on Hakari. Let me say that again. On Hakari. <laughs> and w- once she brought Burbage what? back... <laughs> At least she's sober. At least Damn. she's sober now. And when she brought Burbage back from the edge, Burbage was able to just make Stormbringer hold on long enough to get a hold of everyone, to get a hold of themselves, and, and, and find out just what the fuck is going on in Cliffmill. Well, it turns out that what the fuck is going on in Cliffmill is that a very bad kitty named Shenick has been beguiling the people of the town, gaining knowledge of the party, and hatching schemes that seemingly have to do with charity. Shenick has also taken a few crewmates of Crotch's and Aideen's, including someone particularly important to Crotch, Rosenberg. The next morning, with a bit of renewed vigor, the group, with their new pirate allies, set out toward the mayor's estate in order to find charity, a diamond worth enough to bring him back to life and or Shenick. Now, as the group has made its way sneakily into the manor, one of the doors popped open, and there stood a slightly befuddled Rosenberg. He says, Hi, and sees Crotch. What are you doing here? He asks. Well, what is it that all of you would like to do? Um, point of uh, clarity, oh. because I think this will affect what is what happens going forward. Please I'm just jumping in here. So go for it. We were in the middle of doing stealth rolls I... to get past the statue. Correct. Uh huh. Yeah, and I did a really bad one. So who did any of us get? past the door that Rosenberg opened. I th- I uh, thought that Stormbringer we, and Aideen were past it. And then, yeah, I, Crotch I, was like standing in the door. Sure, yeah. yeah we can I opened, that it was order. the door. I was right there. Yeah. So, so I mean, we all made stealth rolls, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Stormbringer had uh, certainly failed hers. So it but, sounded like Rosenberg heard something, opened the door, and now is staring essentially at Crotch, 
uh, if the rest of you would like to sort of dive against the wall, you might have been able to do so without Rosenberg seeing you. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Um, yeah, that is essentially what I'm getting at. But so, so nobody who who had a good stealth roll was able to get past the statue, like before Stormbringer, Aideen, and Crouch. No, yeah, because even Stormbringer is sort of at the top of the stairway going down into the tunnels okay. below. Yeah. All right. Just as a note, before we let. Uh, crotch deal with this particular revelation um Aideen would be also just as a note any sign of bad kitty uh silence uh, is going off oh okay sure uh you kind of prepare that and you're just looking around the sort of second floor of this building um and just as you're looking around real quick as a reminder you do you, there's this door across the across the um sort of balcony uh, uh, ledge that leads down to the bottom level. Uh, there's a door up here, which you had heard last time, some odd kind of noises. Uh, the door up here, uh, which you had just passed, which had a very, very large man step out of who was well-armed and uh, Hakari was able to talk your, her way out of that. I rolled a nat uh, 20 on that. And I told the worst lie. <laughs> We're here to clean up from the bodies, I'm pretty sure was the lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're here to clean up it the worked. And, and it worked. I was just like, go back in there. Keep everybody in. We just need them to stay To be away. clear, okay, this is not me trying to, like, toot my own horn, but for the record, that was Burbage's contribution to the lie. Hakari's contribution was, you called about the people. <laughs> yeah, it was, you called... You called about the, the people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So now the door that's right by the statue that you're going down into the depths with um, just opened, um, and Crotch is standing there, and the rest of you are just kind of out of sight, so, like uh, just like a statue not moving. I don't know about anybody else, but Burbage is definitely like going up against the wall, and he is immediately going to start like frantically coating. Uh, some of his um, bolts with the black uh, liquid. Liquid, all right. At least he's going to coat one of them with the black liquid. Okay, yeah. You no, two, no, two. Or, two oh, of them, oh, two oh. of them. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Sounds good. Stormbringer's going to like kind of try to catch his eye when she sees what he's doing and surreptitiously gesture for him to toss the black poison to her, but it's Stormbringer, so it's not very surreptitious. <laughs> more just like waving at him <laughs> and crotch all of this is happening in your periphery right so as trying... i'm standing facing the doorway i've got hakari and burbage on my left and Idine and stormbringer on my right yes. yeah, and it's like yeah. an episode of laurel and hardy meets the three stooges going on <laughs> a, little yeah. bit, a little bit fantastic i was gonna say it's, and it's sort of literally I, I don't know hakari hasn't contributed anything it's at least two stooges and Aideen who is getting a look that would be familiar to crotch of it may be killing time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hate to say this, but I have to cast that forbidden um, spell that, you know, does the, uh, where yeah. you can't teleport in and out. Like it takes me 10 minutes. So <sighs> yeah, we'll totally get to that. Yeah. We'll totally get to that. Uh, I am totally. Right I'm now. Just, 
crotch. <laughs> I'm like, I have to somewhere and do this. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Crotch, you are face to face with Rosenberg. What would you like to do? Okay. Uh, just real quick. How many minutes in on Hakari's spell are we? Zero. I think. Zero. None. She needs to because be Because I misunderstood somewhere. Andy yeah. last time. Oh, fuck. So I got to <laughs> stall the hell out of this shit. Okay. Or, yeah, talk us somewhere where I can do yeah. it. I think the, oh, I, the plan was you were to go downstairs. Yeah, we were supposed to get in the tunnel first. Yeah. 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 And, didn't then, and then she would start casting somewhere kind of safe. So, like, even if I can get in the tunnel, like, would be good. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Something. what's going on right now? <laughs> can you cast invisibility? Uh, ooh. Is Hold Crotch on. asking out loud? Uh, no, Crotch is, that okay. was, it was a sidebar. Okay, so I'm going to look at Rosenberg. <laughs> okay. And uh, Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you never came back to the ship. What happened? I'm, oh, I'm living here now. I, I thought I sent you a note. Did you not get my note? Um... And at this, I'm patting my chest down, kind of like looking uh-huh. for a note. And as I'm doing that, I'm going to side eye to the right at Aideen and just kind of like give her a nod that kind of says, hold just a second. And then, uh, uh, no, uh, Rosenberg, I didn't, I didn't get no note. I thought you went AWOL and you know how I had a feel about that. I don't like that. Oh, of course. No, I just, I, now that I'm living with Shenik. Oh, Shenik is good. Shenik is wise. We love Shenik because Shenik is our prize. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I've heard, I've, I've heard all about that. Uh, right. Why? Uh, um. So, uh, how are ya? So while you're talking to him, <laughs> sorry, while you're talking to him, I yeah. cast. I went ahead and casted a great, greater invisibility. Okay. Nice. So I'm just like making my way. <laughs> Kind of, is there room for me to pass everyone? Uh, kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. You'll you'll want to like make very, a. Very. Do I need to cast or not cast? I'm sorry. Do you need to roll stealth? You'll, you oh, can yeah. do stealth with with advantage, because um, you're invisible and he's not really looking for anyone else at the moment. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> not not gonna lie. This is a this, it's a rough moment, but. Uh, with advantage, so you can roll that again. Oh. But that was that was a four. Oh, that was, that was a two. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So as you're as you're ways. moving as you're moving past crotch, uh, there's not a lot of room before the 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 railing over here, and you almost like start to tip over the railing, and 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 then you like catch yourself. But as you do that, you accidentally shove a little bit into the back yeah. of crotch, and so crotch kind of steps in. To the doorway just a little bit more with Rosenberg. Um, and Rosenberg's now starting to kind of like look a little bit closely kind of uh, back around you. Um, almost like he's going to now kind of step in the hallway and look around a little bit, Crotch. Okay, I'm just going to kind of like sidestep and get a little more in front of him. Okay. And uh, Crotch, uh, I mean, I'm Crotch, never mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, you you've been my first mate I, for two plus years. I, we 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 grew up together. Why why would you just up and abandon the Dark Horizon like that? 
Well, for because of Shenick, of course. Okay, but yeah, okay, so what has Shenick done for you lately? Oh, Shenick is Ooh, good. Yeah. Uh, Shenick is wise. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you keep I mean, saying I love, that. I love Shenick because Shenick is. No, is no, our, no, 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 stop. He's. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Crotch, uh, I. Do, yeah. Do you not love our, our Lord Shenick? Is. I'm confused. Here. Oh no, uh, Rosenberg! I love what you love, man. I'm I'm all about what you love. I oh. I yeah. So oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like I said, I hadn't heard from you. I didn't get a note. We was worried, and oh, so yeah. I I thought I'd I, you know just come and check in on you. You yeah. never call. You never write. You know, kind of thing. Uh, so at this, um, she does seem. Uh, uh, Crush does seem to be really holding Rosenberg's attention here. Uh, Aideen, Hikari, and Stormbringer, if you wanted to, you probably could slip down into the okay into the stairwell if you I wanted to. I won't leave Burbage, but I'll stand at the top yeah. of the stairwell. Okay. Uh, oh. Hikari, do you want to head down? Yeah. All right. So with my right hand, I'm going to like try and two finger at Aideen and just kind of be like, give her the go ahead kind of movement. Okay. Aideen will Aideen will nod and will I, I suspect given that particular stealth roll, which Crotch has kind of covered up for, Aideen has a pretty <laughs> good sense of where Hikari is. Um yeah. and will sort of follow in. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of try it. to try to hide at the top of the stairs. Does that make okay. sense? Storming, you're just kind of hiding at the top of the stairs. Burbage, what yeah. are you doing? I am going to uh, um, let's say that I um, I don't even know what's going to happen so I don't know what I'm supposed to do uh, I'm going to toss the vial of black liquid to Stormbringer okay I'll okay. catch it uh, give me and a I'm going to start counting my axe. Well, hold on. There's a little. <laughs> um, that's a heck of a distance. Yeah, I mean, Burbage, I'm all for the and, team, but. Go ahead and give me a dexterity check. Uh, and then that'll determine how hard it is to catch for Stormbringer. A 10. Uh, all right, Stormbringer. Um, you can. Uh, yeah, you can also then make a dexterity check to to catch it. It's a little harder. Um uh, it, it's just kind of flung like end over end through the air at you. Attention. Good crit. A critical oh, hit. That's that a 20, attention. A 22 <laughs> dexterity. Um, Stormbringer, he kind of lobs it. He's trying to lob it over the doorway arch so that Rosenberg doesn't see it. But that means that you have to kind of j almost like jump a little bit to catch it, uh, and you do, and you, and you actually land very, very quietly again. Um, otherwise, it was about to smash against the stone above you, um, and you just let out a sigh of relief here. Uh, and if you want, you can start to coat your axe as well. Yeah, I'm gonna start coating my axe. Well, kind of. <laughs> I think I'm surreptitiously gesturing to Burbage for him to come. Um, but you know, I'm just waving at him. <laughs> of course, yeah, you're just waving him over. Yeah, and the and the poison lasts for ten minutes. We said, yes, with death. Yeah. Okay. 
so about the time it's going to take Darcy to cast her spell. Yeah, I was going to say, and okay. Oh, wait. If it only I don't think 10 you... minutes, yeah, I probably I'm, wouldn't be counting yeah. it yet. I, I knew mean, that, we're, right? We're almost, yeah, we're almost in, like, we're, we're crawling with time for a moment here. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll let you do it whenever you want. I mean, but yeah, you, would, okay. you would know the mechanics of the talk. Yeah. I mean, so, did yeah. I know that? Was that said out loud around Stormbringer? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. it yeah. was, yes. Okay. Because uh, Burbage yeah. checked to see what it was. Yeah, or back at the tavern. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a, it's a very particular kind of poison that, that, you know, get the blackness into your veins. And yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, but like, so the, the situation right now, at least for me slash for Burbage, is like, I slash Burbage am panicking and have no idea how things are going to go with Rosenberg right now, especially because we don't know. Technically, we thought like Rosenberg is always with Shenick. And so, yes. like, for me, it's like, I don't know if we're going to have to fight within the next 10 minutes, but, like, I'm going to coat two of my gotcha. yeah. bolts just in case. Yes. Stormbringer doesn't have that luxury of being able to kind of... Right. Like... You're also a you're also a rogue, Burbage, so you would be able to, with a bonus action, coat more if you needed to. And it would be an or, action for me, right? Right. True. Yeah. 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 So, okay. okay. So, so I think we're, we're, we're good. I don't know if, that, if right. Stormbringer is going to start coating her axe now or not, but... That's kind of no. where Burbage is at. Okay. Uh, Rosenberg kind of puts his hand on your shoulder, Crotch, and he says, uh, "Let's go to, let's go to Shenick. Uh I don't, I don't think he. You've not been in his presence a lot. I think he'd really like you. Uh, uh, yeah. That you know. Uh, let let's put a pin in that just for a second, Rosenberg. <laughs> um, oh. just uh. W- you know where? Well, where is he? You know, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, you said let's go to oh, him. He, where would he be? He he points right over your shoulder at the door across the way. The one that had the lawnmower oh. noises. Um, no, this is a uh, over there. Second floor. Yeah, this is the second floor, so it'd be over that area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just oh, oh. in in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, um. You know, just one other thing. You know, you didn't come back to the ship, and uh, you know we got a little concerned. Um, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the crew said that uh, you had held on to some of their possessions for them, and you know that nice trunk you had in your quarters. But I couldn't find the key anywhere. Uh, you don't, by chance, maybe have it here in your room, so that you know maybe I could take it back to the ship after a bit and give the guys their stuff back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Here, no, I have it. I have it over here, and he'll step back toward his bed again. Uh, okay, and as soon as he leaves, I'm gonna motion yeah. for Burbage to get the hell across the way, All right. and I'll walk into the room. Okay, uh, Burbage, give me a stealth roll. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, uh, I'm gonna do that with advantage with my supreme sneak feature. Ooh, supreme sneak. Because I'm moving no more than half my speed to get past the door. So Beautiful. I advantage. All right. I love it. Burbage Camp, sneaker supreme. Good Christ. Okay, thank God. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's That's the four and then the one on the Yeah, that is very sneaky. You feel you uh, made it past the door. And Crotch, you don't even really feel him pass behind you. Um... He's he's incredibly sneaky. 
Um, uh, and Burbage, now that you're, are you gonna wait for Crotch or are you gonna try to head downstairs as well? Um, having heard Rosenberg kind of indicate where um, Shenick is, Burbage yeah. is going the fuck right down the here. stairs. Okay. Beautiful. Like, absolutely no way am I staying out on this balcony. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Stormbringer, now that Burbage is going, are you going to wait for Crotch or? No, I'm following. I'm following Burbage really closely. Like right. my attention's pretty much focused on him. Beautiful. No, I, totally good. Totally good. Um, actually, take advantage or take uh, inspiration for that Stormbringer. Cool. Because that's totally something Stormbringer would be doing right now, even though it's leaving poor Crotch behind for the moment. But Crotch, uh, Rosenberg heads over to the edge of his bed and uh, slips a, 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 a small key from under his pillow um, that looks kind of wrapped around a chain um, and walks back then eventually. And here, yeah, it's fine. Whatever possessions I had in my old life, <laughs> you are free to give them away. But I think once you meet Shenik too, you, you could stay here with me. It's nice here. Uh, there's a um, bath. There's a bath back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you, we get that occasionally on the dark horizon. But, but <laughs> Rosenberg, you, you loved the sea. I mean, I don't, I don't understand the draw here. Shenik is my sea now. You'll understand. Please and, come, come, come with me. And, and he's well, starting to move uh, toward the door. And uh, well, as he says, Shenik is my sea now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna drop the the hood and pull the mask down to okay. expose my whole head, and I'm just gonna look at him and say, Rosenberg, I, I thought I was your sea. And he he's looking at you, and he looks a bit confused. Um, let me roll something. Hold on. We see the dice for fireball come up. Oh shit! Shit! <laughs> Doesn't respond to confusion well. <laughs> um. Okay. Rosenberg, <laughs> uh, he's he's looking at you and crotch. It's almost as if one eye. Oh god! Just sort of <laughs> like goes soft for a second and kind of looks up at you with kindness, while the other one becomes a little bit more stern and hard and then both eyes sort of roll back and he falls unconscious to the ground <laughs> fantastic he, he crit failed uh, the wisdom save that I was trying to okay That's, so this is why psychic is my favorite damage type <laughs> alright so as he falls I'm gonna close the door real quick okay no and then problem. thankfully I've got some rope on me because pirate and I'm going to tie his ass up. Okay. Just uh, as yeah. specifically? Or, <laughs> well, you tie you yes. tie him up. No problem. Okay. Uh, do you want to <laughs> keep him? There's a chair basically right here. Do you want to tie him to the chair or like on the bed or it's totally up to uh, you? Yeah, to the chair because it's in the corner. We'll keep right. him nice in the corner. And last thing, do you gag him? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and <laughs> He now he just sort of looks peaceful, sleeping, tied up, you know, a Saturday night. 
Great. And then I'm going to lean and I'm going to whisper in his ear, Rosenberg, this isn't you. And to that nasty fucking cat, get out of his head. All right. And then I'm going to turn and leave the room. Okay. Awesome. You step back out of the room, uh, close the door behind you. Yes. All right. You close the door behind you and kind of quickly, the suit of armor actually looks sort of expectantly at you and kind of motions for you to go back down the stairs then the uh, with everyone, where everyone else had gone. Sweet. <laughs> all right. So um, you all now uh, descend the stairs. Uh, the area down here now all of a sudden is, is sort of um, rock-hewn uh, hallways and corridors. Stormbringer Burbage, uh, you've been down here before, but where you had gone previously to meet up with Vomeris underneath the well of this city uh, has all caved in. Instead, you see another opening entirely um, a little bit further south uh, on, on the southern wall that, uh, that seems to have a doorway that was secret, uh, but is now pushed open for the most part. Um, and at this point, that's the only opening you see in this small area. Adine's going to actually reach out to uh, Crotch as soon as uh, Crotch comes downstairs. Mm -hmm. You okay? I've been better. He's at least alive. That's a plus. <laughs> but none of you know what she did to him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hakari, how's that spell coming? Um, so... Do you want to start casting it in here? Yeah, yeah. Immediately here? Well, okay. we know Shinnick is in the building. Yes. yes. Where is he? <laughs> he was across the fucking hall from where we were. Fucking joy. Uh, Andy, yeah. can we hear what's going on on the other, like up, not upstairs, but in the hallway of the manor from here. Uh, not since the um, armor came back over the hole. Uh, and, so and it feels about, like that's pretty right. And then mm -hmm. the stairway going down is about another twenty feet. So really not unless you um, need to make like perception checks in that area. Yeah. Okay. I can still only see blackness. Why? Are the lights uh, turned off? You you have sight. Are you in the right spot? Can you I see mean, anything oh, now? I can see my character. Yeah, I the can't same see is else. true for me, Andy. I whispered oh, no, to yeah. you. Oh, no, yeah. There's no light in. I'm sorry. Because you two can't see. But, it, yeah, there I have dark no light vision, so I can yeah. see, okay. right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Andy, I have dark vision, right? Yes. Yes. So I should She's be able to, to see the teeth lane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not see either, Hikari? Darcy? Um, do it again. Because it, it's on and then it. On my screen, okay, Hikari just gets like okay. pulled out of the map and then comes back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. how you reboot dark vision. Does it's just like a big open room. Yeah, you're in a room right now, basically. Where so the, and there's I just want to go to like the nearest corner and start casting it right now, okay. if possible. 
because I'm afraid if we wait anymore, it's, something's going to happen. Well, yeah, and, and let's sure say that she that she started that immediately when she got into the yeah. room. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so it's been about a minute then since then. Crotch came back down to join you. Okay. Um, so you're about and a minute in. Those of you that can see now, I I failed to pull my hood up and my mask back up, so you'll oh. see Crotch in her full glory. Which is what? What does Crotch look like under the mask? Uh, under the mask and hood, Crotch has um, short, dark brown hair, uh, kind of like a pixie cut. Uh, you can see that she is a uh, half aquatic elf, so she's got some nice elven features. Um, and then she's just kind of got, right now, she's just got this really distraught, pissed off look on her face. Once the nice. once the statue um, steps in, back in front of the stairs, Burbage yeah. is gonna is gonna kind of whisper to Crotch. Oh, oh man, it's it's dark in here. It's weird being the only two guys in a dark room full of women, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Um, at this, uh, Aideen, because the two act like two of the party members who don't know this can't see. The, uh, the, the, the hood, the hood and mask love. Oh, yeah, uh, hold up. And then I'll just put it back up. After all, we wouldn't want you to feel out of sorts being one of the only two men. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, gotta keep that status quo up. Yeah. Could uh, someone turn the lights on, though? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Aiden will, like, strike a torch and hand it to Stormbringer. Thank you. Not really strike a torch, but I got stuck between strike a match and light a torch. Yeah, I get you. It works. Yeah. Uh, Stormbringer, you have a torch now. You can kind of see this room a little bit. And you can see down the hallway a bit um, that leads from this opening. Uh, it seems to go on for quite a while um, in into the, into the stonework. I do want Burbage to say right now that there's light. I just need to acknowledge this from our last session. He's now going to say to Crotch, Oh, good. Now I can see your strangely feminine features some more clearly now. The ones that I noticed with my critical perception check back on the beach. <laughs> gotcha. I'm just going to turn my head and look at you him. You saved it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, you know, Andy. How I said the 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 smooth music transitions were my favorite part. I might have been wrong. <laughs> the smooth force wall breaking dialogue might be my favorite part. I love it. Uh, All right. Uh, so you got you got a few more minutes here. What does everyone want to do? Does the blood trail continue down here? It does. Yes, it continues down that hallway specifically. Should we keep following the blood, you guys? So, I'd say your your friend's body is down that way. Bad Kitty is upstairs. She's making a Bad Kitty doesn't get away spell, which I'm all in favor of. Do we want to get the body now or later? I guess as long as the body's safe down here and the cat can't get to the body and hurt it. But what if it's being hurt now? What if it is hurt? But he's... He's dead and all. It was Yeah, hurt. but I don't think, like, chopped up bodies can be brought back to life, Aideen. 
They do kind of need him whole, Aideen. <laughs> Duh, Aideen. Well, I was just saying, it wasn't as if you were going to find him unhurt. <laughs> okay, but I feel like you know what I meant. Anyway. Okay, here's an idea. Uh, since Akari is cast in the spell, which seems to take forever, uh, Stormbringer, I don't think you want to leave your mates. Aideen, why don't you recon down the hall and see what you can see? Oh, sure. Send the ranger to scout. That's literally, That's literally what you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Aideen, uh, yeah. Do you want to be sneaky about it or are you just more oh, Christ, yeah. extremely perceive? Or Okay. Give me uh, a... I'm trying to be very stealthy, trying to keep an eye and ear open for, and particularly actually as much as she made fun yeah. of the facetiousness of the question. If she... <laughs> She does want to be listening to, like, are there people down here? Sure. And Since your, there was a trail. <laughs> totally. What's your passive perception? Uh, 16. Uh, beautiful. Okay. So you feel you could concentrate mostly on being sneaky and still have uh, a very good awareness uh, here. Um, so give me a stealth roll. Okay. 21. 21. Very nice. Um, yeah, you're making your way down the hall. Um, you're coming across uh, some lit torches down here. Uh, you do see up ahead the hull uh, veers to the right, um, so to the west. Also, I know that there's sort of the not that people on the podcast know this, but there's the cutoff on the maps. I'm assuming I can still see the group behind me. Yes, actually, yes. like there wasn't like a doorway or anything. No, no, no not no. Okay. There is kind of a doorway, but it's it's open uh, so it's open yeah and it's it's one of those like sort of sliding secret passages so you think uh it doesn't just close very easily so and but more to the point like if i hissed back for help or something or if suddenly a fight <laughs> broke out they would be able to hear you believe so yeah especially on, yeah. on okay. the bouncing of sound along these stone walls yeah yeah so yeah i'm just gonna keep creeping forward all right um yeah, so you kind of come to this. You can keep going forward, or you could turn into this uh, right. Do I have any sense of a blood trail? You do, and that it seems to continue forward. I'm going to angle down this one real fast, uh, just to make sure what this is okay. down the side passage. Yeah, um, and your dark vision is 60 feet. Yeah. So you see that it opens up into a larger room and you can't quite see the far wall of it. Uh, but I'm not getting any sound or anything from it. Uh, nope. No, you are not. Okay. Um, and there's no light I'll, I'll, in this, that further room. So I'm going to pivot down this way. Okay. Then if I feel pretty confident that there wasn't anything in there. Yeah. You're sneaking along, going south, and about there, yes, about there, you do hear some voices coming from uh, the southern area. Um, your dark vision al uh, allows you to see a room up ahead, um, and you hear a tiny bit of water sort of lapping up as well, and you hear some voices that don't seem to be trying to hide the fact they're just sort of talking. Uh, do I get anything from the voices? Uh, the reverb in the in the stone is actually making it kind of hard to make out any real syllables, but you just kind of hear. Rah, 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 rah. 
but multiple voices and Two, yeah you can make out do i get any sense of like uh deeper higher pitched even even no, if i'm not really deeper, able yeah. to like make out yeah. the words a sense of a language um uh what languages does Aideen know <laughs> common elvish infernal dwarven halfling undercommon uh it is uh it is elvish uh and that's kind of clear you just can't tell what it's ma- what it ma- yeah what they're saying but like i can in the same way that you wouldn't necessarily know what was being said but you could tell french from english sure. yeah um all right and i'm hearing multiple yeah. uh i'm gonna a slight sense that it is getting a little louder too oh false um i'm gonna quickly move back okay uh to where other people are sounds good yeah you uh you go back with no problem um and you yeah it, it, there's not a lot to make noise here um it's a fairly clean floor so you move back fairly quietly as well so i'm going to sort of pull around the corner um, and say i heard voices elvish they may be coming this way they were in the chamber where the blood was they were with charity I don't know. I couldn't confirm it. I, I heard the voices, but I think they might be coming this way. Could you tell how many voices? I'm going to their throats, so. I heard... At, at the combination of Crotch's question and Stormbringer's yeah. violent threat, <laughs> Crotch is going to go, like that, at least two. It's a little echoey in there. Hard to tell. <sighs> All right. And I'm gonna just gonna glance at Hakari, kind of throw my like shrug. She's got another five minutes, probably. You do see Hakari just sort of concentrating and meditating, um, and there's almost like little sparks of of like uh, almost like a sparkler kind of metal shavings sort of alight almost that are that keep kind of popping off of her head. How much longer do we think she has? Uh, probably about five more minutes. Yeah. And she has to be completely undisturbed? Uh, pretty much. Uh, like, she can sense other things around her and even talk a tiny bit, but sort of focused on doing this. She's conscious, but she's focused. Yeah. Like It's like she's reading sure. a book or, like, very intensely. So she knows what's going on. She'd be able to process yeah. what we're saying. Does she no longer have invisibility cast on herself? Oh, no, yeah. Uh, no, because she would have started casting a spell. I think it only lasts a minute. Yeah, it only right. lasts a minute anyway, and we're yeah. five in. Okay. Okay, I'm going to look at Burbage and Stormbringer and then kind of nod at Hakari and say, which one of you two wants to protect her? The other one's got to fight. I can protect her and fight. <laughs> Let's put protect her on the top yeah, level it. and fight only if necessary. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know how you protect without fighting. I might recommend you stay back. Stay by her. But I'm gonna fight. No, Stormbringer, I'm back here. Stay back here and protect me in maybe some kind of, you know, ambush positioning. Okay. All of us in maybe some kind of ambush positioning. Back up against the wall and, I don't know, maybe dim the torch 
or just sort of kind of like make it less obvious, but without putting it out. Do I think I can pick Kari up and move her without breaking her concentration on the spell? Possibly. You can certainly try. Okay. I'm not comfortable with her being this close to the entrance, so I'm going to move her to a back corner. Okay. Very, very gently. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it, you're not in a fight or anything. You're not rushed. You're just doing it very closely. Uh, so you can move her back here if you want. And she's basically just... Okay. She kind of opens one eye, kind of looks at you and just approves. And it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to protect fight. <laughs> okay, I think I think Barbage was right. I think the torch needs to dim a bit. There are sconces on the wall, uh, sort of which you can, um, which have candles in them, which you can light if you want. Um, which will so that we would still be able to see, but yeah. it wouldn't seem odd. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll just kind of move the torch onto this side over here, and that'll be your light source then. Okay. Cool. Um, Adine is going to motion to to Burbage and uh, Crotch. Quick and quiet, if we can. So Adine said that that she heard two elven voices. Yeah, two voices, two voices speaking, speaking elvish. elvish. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I wonder if if we have time here, Burbage might whisper to Crotch. All right. If we can both get our blades ready to attack each of these two folks coming up. Folks? What the fuck am I? No. Okay, scratch that. Okay. Let's start over. All right. All right, you get one. I'll get the other. And well, so Andy, here's my question. If, if, if Burbage waits until he's got somebody like squarely like he knows exactly where they are and then he draws bright fang and ah uh, this sucks i really want to use the <laughs> get rid of natural sources of light feature but it's probably not smart <laughs> just ignore everything i said i'm going to cut this out of the podcast <laughs> just move on with the action and i'm never going to get to do it you you can do it. You just know that Stormbringer wouldn't have light for a second if you did that. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's why so, I'm not doing So it. we're going to have a shopping episode, and I'm going to say Goggles of Night are a thing. Oh, <laughs> how much um, how much light does Bright Fang give off? It does give off uh, about uh, a 10-foot glow, I think is what it said. Huh. Oh. Really. So if you're close to everyone, Burbage, she would still be able to see at least some targets. But it's your thing. Yeah, let's just hold off on it for now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so Adine is back in a darker corner. Okay. Where, like, even if they had, even if they were elves with, you know, dark vision, it's at least going to be harder to see her. Sure. Um, and has her bow drawn. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Stormbringer, you're the only one right here kind of not hidden at all. Uh, is that cool? Are you trying to just maintain a position or would you like to hide a little more? You could pull into the corner by Hakari. Or behind yeah. me. 
It's up to you. But if yeah, you're protecting Hikari. Well, I meant if you too. if you went to the oh, other side. What of- am I doing? Am I protecting Hikari? I guess because that's, up to you. that's not going to last very long. Like as soon as you get threatened, I'm not protecting Hikari anymore. So maybe so, it would be hidden up by Burbage so that yeah. you would be able to interdict anyone running towards Hikari, but yeah. also be able to follow up with Burbage. Yeah. Yeah. And Aideen is going to look at you. Quiet is good. I'll try. All right, folks, we got ourselves an ambush. All right. And this time he meant it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, It takes uh, it takes like two or three more minutes even for you to hear the voices. They're they're coming slowly. They they seem to be taking their time. They're not rushed or anything. Um, So, Hakari, you really only have a couple of minutes like left here. Or an infinite combat. <laughs> or infinite combat. Uh, but <laughs> then you do hear the voices uh, coming up the hallway. Um, and they, again, seem to be talking fairly loudly like they don't sense anything wrong. What are they saying? Uh, and you can hear them a little bit better. They're, uh, in Elvish, they're, um, they're now talking about uh, the food and how how heavy the barrels were and they're probably filled with mead but you know who knows that's what they're saying okay does anyone else who can listen to that speak elvish i don't i do who's that and i speak elvish okay You, you hear the same thing yeah they're talking about mead and and food and and setting the table correctly making sure that everyone would no one would get offended or something sub question for that yes does anyone who understands what they're saying speak thieves can i do <laughs> also also <laughs> and uh you do not sense any thieves can't in this this just feels like a very mm-hmm. odd conversation now yeah it sounds like they're servants <laughs> All right, as I'm hearing that, and I know Aideen can hear yeah. it too, I just kind of like look back at her and be like, what the fuck? Uh, but you do feel they are getting pretty close now. Aideen shrugs while still having a longbow drawn, which incidentally implies a monstrous level of facility with a bow. <laughs> uh, just for the sake of surprise round planning, sure. etc. Um, I would probably be waiting for my surprise attack until Crotch and Burbage had been able to launch their attacks. Okay. Okay. Because so, I kind of want to be able to cut them off. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So you see these, uh, you see the two figures um, emerge uh, sort of looking at each other uh, and they get about here. Um, before they're now just sort of, they stop and are just looking around them at all the figures that they don't recognize that have been hiding from them in this room. And you just get a, what the fuck? In common. So Burbage is immediately attacking the person closest to him, hopefully as a surprise attack. Please do this. So and, I have yeah, advantage. They want to act. Uh, they are entirely surprised. Um, which do yeah. they look like 
fighters or they do definitely have swords at their side uh, and are wearing a bit of armor, like leather armor. Okay. Um, and so I, I have advantage, right? With a surprise attack? Not with a surprise. Um, or like you would have not, but like hidden. hidden. Yeah. Crotch might so have surprise. Advantage. Lets you go first. Yeah, crotch might actually have an advantage yeah. with surprise, but you do not. Well, so, that's, but, but, a, that's a okay. different type of thief, rogue. But if, uh, but you're pretty much hidden from them. I'll say. Um, I mean, that's yeah. like uh, that was frankly my whole like reason and right. Too, like yeah. my thinking was that Burbage is hiding and yeah. like stabbing immediately from a hidden position. Totally fine. Yeah. So as soon as he gets in range of you here, um, he's still looking at his friend. So please go ahead and, and attack with advantage. Okay. Yeah. So, so sorry if I'm like missing something. No, I, no, it's I, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Surprise alone does not give you advantage. But <laughs> right. being hidden but, would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is that the hidden is what I is what I meant. Perfect. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Give me that. A 19, that hits. Okay. That's that, and I'll do sneak attack damage too, even if I don't right. need it. Jesus. 11 piercing, what? 10 cold, 25 sneak. What is that total? 46. God damn, 46 damage. Uh, you stab straight into this guy. Um, he barely even knows what's happening before the ice is starting to form around the wound and you withdraw Bright Fang and look at him and he kind of stares at you for a second and oh I'm gonna fuck you up oh no <laughs> now this well, is in the surprise round yeah, so he has his <laughs> bonus action attack if you want yeah go ahead with your offhand um just to be totally clear on rules, technically surprise rounds don't exist. That is, this is a round in which they are surprised, so all surprised. of you get to go normally. They just miss their turn, is technically how the rules work. Sure. Which is what okay. we call a surprise round. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just it's just a mechanically confusing yeah, way to get to yeah. basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm totally cool with you guys going in whatever order you want. Yeah. It's kind of the idea is we were ready. Yeah. Also, yeah, 19 with my offhand short sword. Also hits. Six piercing damage. All right. And I think that's it. Beautiful. All right. You, you slash across them, uh, cutting a, a, a small bit of his leg there um, underneath his armor. And he's just glaring at you with daggers in his eyes. Not literally yet, but there's still time <laughs> and I was I was waiting until Stormbringer. Crotch had also attacked okay. at least yeah so Stormbringer if you want to rush up um, do your thing Crotch if you want to feel free yeah I'd probably be moving into the one right next to Burbage right there yep and I'm gonna bonus action rage awesome did you do the um, poison on your no. Okay. Not yet. I'm saving it for the cat. Gotcha. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat. Let's pick the fun. All right. You are raging. And as I swing with my adorable battle axe, I'm going to whisper shout. So it's just a really strange whisper. Don't touch Burbage! <laughs> okay. 
She's <laughs> trying to be quiet. 20. 20 hits. So 14 points of damage. Um, he's still up. Yeah. Yes, he is. You carve you carve into a shoulder then a little bit. Uh, he just keeps getting battered from every angle, but his eyes are okay. still on fire. Second attack. No, they're not. Charity's not here. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> 25. 25 hits. 16 Oof. points of damage. All right. Oof. He's still up. <laughs> is he... Does he look he's, hurt? He looks really hurt. He looks he looks bloodied. Uh, he's he's his eyes are now a bit unfocused. And he makes, needs to make a DC seventeen deck save. Oh, does he? Okay. He's gonna roll a sixteen. So he'll take six points of lightning damage. All right. Beautiful. Yeah, that zaps him a little bit. Uh, his hair kind of stands up on end just a bit from the electricity that is now coursing around you. Um, and Crotchin and Aideen, you haven't quite seen this side of Stormbringer yet. Um, somewhere even deep underground here, you, you can hear thunder above. Uh, this is a very powerful barbarian. That's my turn. All right. Crotch, your turn. Okay, so do I still have the drop on the other guy? Yes, this is technically surprise. Yeah. Okay, great. Also, to be fair, if he was looking at anything, it'd be to the stuff to his left. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Okay, so how do I kill this guy? Um, With I have uh, my rapier in my one hand and a dagger in the other, but I have assassinate since I have the drop on him. So how do I go about doing that? Yeah. Uh, so you have advantage on anyone who is technically surprised, uh, which either of these characters are, which means any attack you have against them will have advantage. Okay. So I'm going to the guy that hasn't been hit yet. Okay. So do I click on advantage and then hit my rapier? Sure. Yep. A 21 definitely hits. Is assassinate the one that also makes it hits or automatically criticals? Uh, you have yes. advantage on text rolls against uh, taking a turn yet in combat. In addition, you hit uh, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Yep. So do I click the word assassinate so as well? You'll. Uh, you don't need to. No, you can click. Um, Just the damage. The damage, but you can do okay. it twice. Yeah. Eight, and then do it again. And then we can see the roll. So it's 13 total. It also doubles sneak attack. Yeah. So then roll your sneak attack damage. And we'll just double whatever that is. 13, and we'll just double the 22, you said, Andy? Yeah, we'll just double that. So 44, 57. Oh, jeez. Not to be outdone yeah. with Burbage's 46. <laughs> Crotch comes in and is like, let me show you how a pirate legend does it. Amazing. <laughs> and just, yeah, like, yeah, flashes uh, several times, uh, just starts to cut up to ribbons the other one. Um, and offhand attack. So, yeah, you can then you do your... The dagger? Uh, the dagger, yeah. And it should be like an OH dagger. Did I put that in there? 
think I just put dagger. Dagger would be fine. Yeah. Well, I have my skip dagger, which is the special dagger, and then a regular dagger, and I just pulled the regular dagger out. Right. Yeah, just the regular dagger um, for damage. Or for act like this, which would be 22. And that also then is a crit hit, so go ahead and roll damage, and we'll we'll just double it for you. Six, so another 12. All right. So that in a round is is quite a lot. All right. And do you want to move anymore, Crotch, or? Uh, um, is that that guy's down? No, 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 no. Nope, nope. not down. Just, just cut to ribbons. Bleeding profusely. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of move to the doorway so they can't retreat. Uh, okay. Um, you think you think moving um, kind of back here toward... Oh, you mean the doorway so they can't go back. Yeah, I yeah. See what I see what you're doing. Uh... You, he might, you might get an attack of opportunity from him. Um, however, he's not drawn a blade or anything, so he's not actually attacking you, which feels a little weird to you. Yeah. Okay. Because he had a, he, you saw he had an opportunity. Yeah. He had an opening, but didn't take it. All right, Aideen, your turn. So, as a bonus action, um, I'm going yeah. to designate the one in front okay uh as my uh, as my prey um with the slayer's prey feature gotcha um then i am going to shoot him with my longbow uh i'm hidden from him i assume yes yep in the corn backpack corner sure 25 25 hits so that'll be 11 plus 6 for 17 damage. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, you shoot that arrow and uh, just uh, in, in where the armor sort of like meets at the shoulder. Uh, you just get the arrow into that slot uh, and it's sticking out and he, he's... Ah! And then do I feel like the one that's in front of Burbage and Stormbringer is like absolutely wrecked at the moment? Not absolutely wrecked, just bleeding profusely, but the, the, he's, he's, he's got some oomph about him still, if that makes sense. Uh, do, so do they feel about equally hurt then? Uh, roughly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shoot the front one again then with my second attack. Okay. Or extra attack, sorry. Yeah. 25. Beautiful. That hits. Uh, six damage. And then I'm going to cut off access to the ladder. Beautiful. Excellent. All right. And then Hikari, you're just in the background. You, you just open your eyes to kind of see the battle unfold. And honestly, it looks like they got this. You don't need to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that worried. Awesome. Uh, at that, why don't we go ahead and roll initiative um, and get into it. Do Jesus I roll Bert. initiative? Uh, Hikari, yeah, go ahead and roll initiative in okay. case something goes wrong and you need to pop in. My fumbled initiative turned into a 16. Thank I God. know. I also <laughs> had a 16 and my tiebreaker number that it gave me is the same as yours. <laughs> I will let Good you job, roll 20. decide which you want to go first on the... 
Oh! <gasps> oh! Oh, crap! Already. Wow. Can that speed up her spell? Her crit hit on initiative? I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're cool. you you just concentrate a little bit more, and like everyone that kind of looks around you now, the braids of your hair are now sort of being lifted up again, uh, and you're making like really good time on this spell that you're preparing. Um, God damn it! I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Aideen is sort of side eyeing back at the car. The fuck is it with her hair and magic? <laughs> uh, I will say this: that you you see these these uh, creatures in front of you. Um, as they're looking at you, their eyes are are starting to turn yellow, uh, and you start to see like whiskers and fur start to form, and their long elven ears are now um, uh, being covered in kind of a slight um, orangish fur. Uh, but that's all they're able to really do. Aideen or Burbage, uh, which would like to go first? Um, I'll, I, I might as well go since I'll, I'll just... let you, I would prefer you to go because yeah. you're. Yeah. And that way, it's it's Burbage than Aideen, Burbage than Aideen. Um, no problem. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and gonna get angry at at the yellow eyes and the fur because it, it reminds me of Shenick. It does. I'm gonna immediately attack again with with Bright Fang. This time without advantage, unfortunately. Alas. Eighteen hits. Yeah. Um, but I do get sneak attack because I've got allies here. Absolutely you do. Seven piercing, seven cold, 20 sneak attack. That's 34. All right. Uh, as as Karach uh, moves behind him, he, he he doesn't exactly know where to look. Uh, and Stormbringer starts to electrify him. Again, he doesn't really know exactly where the most threat is coming from, but he just overlooks the short one for just a second. And it's enough for you to find another opening with Bright Fang. And you slip almost too easily you slip the blade up in to the rib cage of this one uh and the light sort of goes out from his eyes and he slumps almost kind of over your blade as you withdraw it and he he falls to the ground dead shenick sucks <laughs> as i let him go to the ground uh, the other one's like, no, no, no. And it, you can tell his voice is now starting to change into something a bit more gruffer. Um, but this one is dead. At least it appears to be for now. So, uh, you have movement and an offhand, Burbage, if you want. Um, yeah, I will uh, stand on top of the dead body. <laughs> okay. And stab the other guy with my offhand <laughs> short sword. Please, please do that. 17 hits. For five piercing damage. All right. Okay. Very nice. Uh, 18, I believe it's your turn. Uh, do I have any sense of what these things might be? 
uh, as you see them sort of transforming features, uh, they are looking more cat-like than than normal, but it doesn't appear to be like dropping an illusion. They don't seem to be sort of just reverting to a a, a, a form. Okay. This seems to be a type of shape changer of some sort. Okay, so I don't feel like this is the the type of, and especially because I looked at Shenik a lot. He actually was changed, but it seemed like that was also some kind of very physical ability, but this doesn't quite feel like that. Uh, not exactly. Or, yeah, it doesn't exactly. It feels it feels like their normal form was that human or it was that elven sort of form. Okay. And then they're turning into something uh, perhaps more dangerous, if that helps. But that's about as much as you get without a roll. Um, I'm going to draw blades and stab. Okay. Stabs. Uh, no, actually, that's what I'm really uh, not as. Technically, I'm for drawing as both blades, you'll just want to drop your bow. Um, so just kind of remember. Well, it's up. actually, it's actually also. I'm just trying to think. I'm nowhere near as good at that. <laughs> okay. um, or you could step back and shoot. Yeah. Or do I feel like I could get some control over the the ladder, even if I like step it back, say to the adjacent space? control what do you mean like so that i would i would be able to for example if they started climbing it be oh, able yeah, to certainly. react yes, to yes, that. Yes. okay yes yeah. yeah yeah so i would do that okay uh yeah again uh you think that uh you would provoke an opportunity attack um and at this point you do see kind of sharp talons on their hands uh and one is going to swipe at you as you as you move in that direction uh, a 20, I believe, hits. Yeah. That'll be four slashing damage. All right. All right. That's it. And uh, bonus action, I'm going to... Oh, no. This was actually the first one still. Um, he is still my prey. Yes. Um, shooting him. 23 hits. Uh, 10, 10 plus... 4, 14 damage. Awesome. Yeah, he yeah he takes another arrow then uh, on the other sort of side underneath this clavicle, and you can tell he's kind of having a hard time starting to breathe, and he's just looking at you with yellow eyes wide. Um, And then second attack. All right. 12. A 12 hits. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They're not super armored. So unless I fumble, I can't not hit them. <laughs> <laughs> nine damage nine hits yeah that's good uh yeah at that that one just kind of goes into the, the like the, almost the sternum area and you hear kind of a crack as it as it pierced through that uh and, and at this he's he's almost leaning over having trouble breathing um his claws are getting a little bit longer uh but though as he as he looks at you um, as I sort of step back, I'm almost going to gesture at him with one hand to uh, Aideen. Mm-hmm. Or not Aideen, sorry, yeah. I'm Aideen. Uh, to, to Crotch as a, yeah. after you. All right, Crotch, your turn. All right. Did this, uh, did the guy that Aideen is attacking get pushed any further back into me since I'm in the doorway? Uh, nope. nope. So you'd have to step up to attack him. 
or do something ranged. Uh, how does how is he looking? Really hurt, really hurt. Sort of wheezing breath, and you just see pools of blood sort of dripping underneath him. All right, I'll step in and then just stab with my rapier. All right, give me a roll. Twenty-two hits. Uh, four damage plus you have sneak attack. There's so many different flavors of sneak attack. I constantly have to try to remember, like, wait, who can trigger yeah. on what? 18 total. All right. And at that, uh, you, you see his claws grow long uh, and he looks to Aideen and it looks like he's about to pounce at her. Um, and as that happens, you just quickly, deftly step up behind him um, and your rapier just comes out the front. Um, pushing one of Aideen's arrows out <laughs> as, it, nice. as it emerges from the same <laughs> hole. And you sort of look and you're like, oh, I got it. Oh, cool. Uh, and then that one drops, slumps to the ground dead as well. Um, both of them sort of reverting back slowly to their more elven features. Aideen will uh, quickly step forward. Are we out of combat order? Yes, and then technically out of combat. Uh step forward, sort of yank the arrows out of this one. Okay. Uh, uh, you uh, can save two of them. Uh, yeah. The other one and is then probably broken enough. Re-knock it and put it through the back of their head. Okay. And then step uh, forward and put it through the back of this one's head. Right as well. <laughs> yep. Very little. Now Burbage and Stormbringer you see this sort of ruthless red-haired woman just double tappy these, these corpses can I be searching the body of the, the first one that, the one that I killed uh yes yeah yeah you're um nice I actually used to like cats 12 um, investigations they were cats uh with 12 you you can quickly kind of find um they each have about uh 20 gold pieces on them and they're wearing a belt that gives the illusion of a sword next to them. Because once you once you pass your hand through their sword, it's just illusion. And once you take their belt off, it the illusion goes away. Interesting. So that's Great. Weird. So we killed unarmed people. They, no, uh, the people were Aideen is holding up a, a, a hand, like as the talons sort of are reverting back into hand. Not for long. As you sort of look at the scratch on your arm, Aideen, real quick, just give me a Constitution saving throw, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if I don't know what these things are. <laughs> I'm taking those. I'm taking those belts from them too. By the way. Okay. Yeah. Eleven. All right, cool. Uh, Burbage, yeah, you can put them in your inventory as two belts of armed illusion. Okay. Um, and as as that all kind of goes back, you sort of are look back toward Akari. Akari is nearly done. She's got about a minute left in the spell. And right now you don't hear anyone approaching. Uh, could I come up here and listen? Please, yeah to see if I hear anyone sort of up top. Yeah. Give me a perception check. 19. Ooh, the 19. Um, You might hear just a few kind of laughs again, 
Um, similar to the, to the ones you've heard before, like some people are just having a good time. Drinking. Yeah. But I don't hear... Um, you don't hear anyone approaching? Rosenberg's or, voice. Uh, I don't voice? No, no. hear a giant cat thudding <laughs> his way along to Rosenberg's door. Certainly not. Certainly not. No? No cat booty calls? No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, there are flecks of gold running through Hikari's red hair now. Um, as as she's preparing to cast this spell finally. So it, it seems like she's about ready. Like we can all kind of tell that maybe. About, yeah, um, yeah. And at the moment you don't hear anyone approaching. All right. So, um, yeah, Burbage will be like, um, all right, successful ambush. Now all we have to do is hope that Hakari doesn't cast that spell while Shenik is at his fucking rod party. For now, in the meantime, Stormbringer, should we go find Charity? Yeah, and make sure his make sure he's safe until until we've killed every last fucking cat person in this house. I like you. So unless Crotch and or Aideen stop him, Burbage will be running down that way. Crotch just stepped out of the doorway. All right. Uh, yeah, so Burbage and Stormbringer, remember, you don't have any light sources. You're just, there is some Yeah, light I'm going to grab a torch. Okay, okay, okay. I sort of, I feel like they just start resolutely marching off, and behind them, Aideen is lighting a torch from the candle. Yeah, I, you, you can't, you can't see. <laughs> and like, I don't, I mean, I'm just highlighting that I, Adam, do not want to be doing this. But I know that Burbage <laughs> does. Oh, like, interesting metagame talk, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hey, fun let, to know. Let me go in front. <laughs> What's that, Andy? It's fun to know. I like it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Aideen will probably take up a covering position on Hakari. Okay. Um, particularly paying attention to... Uh, I, I would put this as a continual focused perception on if anyone was coming through, like if we start hearing the suit of armor move or anything. No problem. Yeah, totally. The blood trail goes forward, right? It does. It keeps going this way. Forward. Yeah. Um, And Aideen and Crotch, as you are watching Hikari up here, um, oddly enough, Aideen, you, you sort of hear her take a breath in and then just stop. And she's not breathing she's just holding something and then you see a a blue brilliant light form right in front of her and as she opens her eyes which are entirely black she lets out a and this light goes and shoots out in all directions uh, climbing up the walls incredibly quickly um, even even Stormbringer and Burbage you see a blue light race past you on the ground uh, and Hikari um, I need you to make a quick decision here okay with forbiddance um, you have a few creatures that you get to forbid 
Uh, oh, it's not just for everyone. It's it's celestials, elementals, okay. fey, fiend, and or undead. Okay. Would you like all of those to be forbidden? You do know that charity every once in a while turns into an angel. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to forbid celestials. Okay, and elements, uh, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Do you want all four of those to be forbidden? Um. In the in the area that is the town here. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Say it one more time. Okay. No, not celestials. I'm just Ele- trying to say it yeah. a little elementals, like slower. Elementals. Fey. Fey. Fiends, fiends. And undead. And undead. Um, I can't think of. I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> no, I can't think of anything but celestials. That okay. You could have all four of them be be okay. forbidden. Okay. okay. So any any creature that's a type that is one of those um, can no longer be in this town. And oh, I thought it was that they couldn't teleport. Well, that's part of it. They cannot teleport into this town. But if they are currently here, you immediately start doing damage to them until they are no longer. That's here. right. Okay, that's right. And so. Aideen and Crotch, you hear something from up the stairs. Oh which my is god. A guttural, horrifying. <laughs> and and then in a crash of some sort. Uh uh and, and then that sound just is is fading very quickly away. Crotch is gonna look at Aideen and say, I don't know what she did. But I think it worked. Um, if that creature was a fey, elemental, fiend, or um, undead, it started to immediately take 5d10 radiant necrotic or necrotic damage, which I assume for Hikari is necrotic, uh, until it got out of the space that she just forbid it to be in. So Which, it has to run 40, what is it, 40,000 40, yards square away? Feet. Square yeah, feet. Yeah, 40,000 square away. feet away. Or yeah. uh, up, upward as well. Uh, you hear that and have no idea the results now of what <laughs> that means. But um, for today, at least, uh, those creatures are forbidden. Uh, down the hall, uh, Burbage and Stormbringer are going to hear, uh... Time may now be a bit of a factor. <laughs> All right, Stormbringer and Burbage, um, you are coming up to a, a larger opening uh, in the southern area here. Um, and, and you kind of feel that the blue effect might have been from Hakari, um, though you've never actually seen her cast that spell. So I'm going to continue forward. All right. Stormbringer and Burbage, uh, you see some water um, at the end of the uh, uh, area over here. Um, it seems to be kind of pooling, uh, and then there's a bit of a current in it, so it might be just sort of disappearing underground even a little bit more. And then there is, um, to the west, uh, another uh, carved-out hallway. Where does the blood trail go? Uh, it's starting to fade, but you think toward the west then a so little Charity bit. only had so much goddamn blood in him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Where did the other, like, I can only see my character and Crotch in this room. 
I'm moving so that the camera goes with uh, Stormbringer and Burbage. Okay. Yeah. Did you go? Okay. That's I that's, that's all. Sorry. Yeah. No problem. But Adine is not still a, there. I'm not actually. Adine is basically standing guard by you, or now actually just looking at you with a. Okay. So does does your god just generally do hair? Because I'd be interested to see what they could do with mine. <laughs> I just kind of look at her. Not now, Adine. <laughs> what? Uh, what the fuck Storm- else do we got to do? <laughs> Stormbringer and Burbage, uh, just to the right of you, as as this hallway opens up into another chamber to the right, you see kind of a golden circle um, altar type of thing um, on which uh, a naked white-haired body is laying face down. Is it Charity's body? I feel like we'd recognize Charity's body. The red skin Uh, and tail. Yeah, the red skin and tail and white hair. Tattoo on his back. There's a giant backpack. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very clear you at this point. Okay. Yeah, Why is he yeah. naked? <laughs> Why indeed? Bad kitty. Wait, Stormbringer. Stormbringer, stand back. Hold on. I don't know what Why? this gold thing is. I don't I care no what idea. it is. It might be magic. Just hold on. I don't give a shit about magic. Well, you should, shouldn't you? Hold on. I don't know. Burbage is going to use his limited arcana knowledge from his years as a thief to see if there's right. anything weird about this fucking gold circle. Okay. Give me an arcana roll. A nine. Nine. Uh, I mean, it's cool looking. It's carved innately um, with uh, mundane objects. There's like a cup and a chair and <laughs> all of this is weird stuff kind of carved into a into the the gold all the way around it if you if you're looking okay. but it doesn't seem bad and how about an just an investigation check a seven uh doesn't seem trapped or anything you do notice a, a slightly weird pattern that a little bit of the blood that was left from uh from charity uh, might have pooled a little bit in in a small kind of like divot uh, on the front side here, um, because there's some blood maybe smeared along the side of it, but it itself is empty. Stormbringer, have you ever seen anything like this before? Have I ever seen anything like this before? No, no, no. Can I get charity now? <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah, let's get him. Okay, well, you go I'm going him. to. I'm going to stand over here. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> stand back, okay? Because I don't know what the gold circle is. Stormbringer, if you die right now, I'm so sorry. No, wait, no, you gotta go with me. We gotta die together, Burbage. If we're gonna die, we have to all die. Alright, how about this? If you go on there and you die, I promise I'll be right there after you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Promise? Yeah, promise. Okay. Classic suicide pact. Shake. Okay. Shake on it. I'll shake his hand. All right. All right. Good luck. And I'm going to step onto the gold circle to pull Charity off. Okay. You, As you uh, step onto the gold circle, uh, nothing happens. And I'm going to take him off the All altar right. thing and move him back away from the circle. You, uh, yeah, you go ahead and lift him up. 
Um, and he's in your arms at this point, and you move back off the golden circle. Did it feel weird at all, Stormbringer? Was there anything magical about it? Did it feel weird at all? <laughs> nah, no, nah, not at all. All right, no. hold on. I want to step on it and see what happens. No, I, step, I, I just put like a t- like a t- like a toe on it, like it's a bath. <laughs> I love you so much, Burbage. No, nothing happens to you either. No. Okay, thank God. Um. Okay. Anyway, I, Aideen called for us a second ago, so let's let's we should probably fucking hustle. And I'm gonna start running back towards the room that we left Hikari and gently carrying Charity. Okay. Oh, did we see like his clothes or any items in here? Uh, you, you didn't. You don't see any items or anything. No. Um, no clothes. clothes. No. Okay, uh, we'll deal with that later. Okay. And yeah, you hustle back um, all the way up to this main area, the staging area. Um, Crotch, Aideen, Hakari, you haven't heard uh, anyone coming down the stairs, though you definitely hear now people kind of running around uh, and some voices, but you don't hear any screaming again, or and you certainly don't hear that very thick accent that, um, that Shenik had. So let's go fuck up some cats. You're just walking in, like carrying. Yeah, a dead charity, body, like, really gently. In your, in your arms, yeah. and I'm assuming you're sort of cradling him so that he's face yeah. up. Right? Would you have covered yeah. him a little bit with like a cloak or something? Or... I, I would definitely not have thought to. Oh, okay. <laughs> would Burbage have thought to? With this naked guy. <laughs> um, you're asking Covering me shame. if. if Burbage might have covered Charity's body. Yeah. Um, or reminded Stormbringer that you know. <laughs> maybe, some people care about nudity. That maybe Charity doesn't want to be rezzed and be like, "Hey, everyone here was like just watching your n- dead." Burbage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest body. with you, Galway. Burbage was way too distracted by the gold circle. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> And he's seen so many naked male bodies that of he's course. not going to blink an eye at this. And All also, right. like, the, I don't think the resurrection is going to happen anytime soon anyway. So, so, uh, right. but at that, uh, as you jog into the room, um, Aideen has gone almost completely white. Wasn't she already white? Isn't she white? She's managed to <laughs> get paler than so, pale. Yeah. Crotch is going to look at Aideen. Aideen, what's up? Fucking gods above. Is that your friend? Yeah. We got him back. That's the fucking death spell. I, you're, you're speaking gibberish. Let's go kill some cats. Not real cats. Demon cats. I don't have anything against real cats. <laughs> The death spell? Is that a reference to the to the badass thing the charity's always saying lately? And he's like, do you hear the bells? Uh, Burbage, you exactly know what this is. Uh, death's bell is a a member of a roguish organization uh, and essentially is the number one hitman slash enforcer 
slash leader of part of the groups of, of a group called um, the Lights in the Dark. Which is like a thieving organization? Yes, it's it's nothing you fucked with because they get serious. Uh, and you've heard some really bad stories uh, of some of these people. And it's called the, what's the organization called? Lights in the Dark. All right, Lights in the Dark is like a really yeah. intense, secretive, yeah. like no-nonsense like thieving organization that Burbage is aware of, but was always like, like way too dark for Burbage to ever even want to like get involved with. Is that totally. right? But he's exactly. heard yes. stories about something called the death spell. Someone named the death spell. Yeah. Or death spell. Yeah. Would this be on the level of crotch the sticky? Like he was never sure if the death spell <gasps> was real. No, you were pretty sure death bell was real. And this is not a, it's not like a fun children's story. It's like a murder happy <laughs> horror story. If you wanted to keep little thief children quiet at night, yeah, you would tell them a story of the death spell. All right. Well, that's uh, some fascinating information that I slash Burbage will be spending some time processing. Um, Indeed. Aideen has backed up to basically the wall. Aideen, Aideen, I've never seen you shaking like that before. What the fuck? Now, would would Crotch, as like a master pirate thief or whatever, also know about the lights in the dark slash the death spell? Uh, yeah, even yeah, Crotch would have heard this name as well, and but it doesn't it doesn't make sense for Crotch that this is that person. And how Aideen would know exactly even. So so in this moment, Burbage, like this is, so, okay. So this is, a, yeah, this is a significant moment because Burbage knows enough about Charity's past and knows uh, like about, well, I don't know. Because like his initial thing is, like he's thinking of, oh, Charity's been saying that thing about, do you hear the bells? Um, yep. but so it's dawning on Burbage in this moment as he looks between Aideen and Charity's body that there is a very real possibility that Charity is in fact the death spell. You're coming to terms with that idea. Yeah. That is the, I mean, yeah, Frank, like that will, that is a very, um, shocking realization that will kind of go over Burbage's face. Um, But that is the extent of, I think what Burbage has bandwidth for in this moment, like, all right. In the, in the heat of the moment, like it's like, what the fuck? But he has no time to think about that any more than that. Um, Hikari, did you get your spell off? Did you get it off? Hikari, did you get it off? Did okay, Burbage. <laughs> Burbage. Down. Down. <laughs> um, yes, you asked me if the spell went off? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It did. Awesome. Um, so I don't know why Dean's over there, but I have to avenge Charity's death and then we gotta bring him back to life. 
um, and I'm not going to let go of him, but it's okay, because I can swing my axe with one hand, so let's go kill someone. Sounds good to me. Yeah, we've got to take care of this. Aideen, Aideen, listen to me. No matter who you think this is or what you think he is, the most important thing is that he's my friend and my brother. He's our family. So either you can help us or you can't, but I sure hope as fuck that you're able to get over this weird, I've just seen a ghost thing and help us out. All right? Yeah. You're going to see Aideen, and Aideen has spent several days here, right, and talking to Missy. Uh-huh. And I assume that Missy had sort of been telling us, you had mentioned, like, telling us stories of the family. Yes. And sort of the qualities of them and had put, right. in sort the of like flag that nodding. she her Charity, who then raised it and, you know, up on the spire and the tattoo that Charity got of, of his comrades that have um, been in this fight with him. I agree to help you and all. I'll do that. But I need some answers. Preferably from him. So I'm as interested in getting him alive as you are. Okay. All right. The, there was a lot of screaming when that spell went off. And it sounded... Did it sound like it could be the large kitty person? Uh, you have no idea of what makes that kind of noise. Um, but certainly not a normal person. Yeah. There was a lot of screaming, and then the screaming stopped. Uh, would Hakari have then related, perhaps, to, like, uh, Crotch and I, that the spell would have been hurting certain things? Uh, probably, yeah. Hikari yeah, I think I would have like, it. Hakari would have known as she cast it what it did fully. I was sort of going and might have said that. I'm like, so he might have tried to escape the whole feeling like he was being on fire thing. Um, not really sure what we're going to find out there. You need a diamond, right? Yeah, a yes. big fucking diamond. Let's go find a diamond. Let's go kill anyone who's fucking with us and then potentially get ready for some kitty fighting. Um, sounds good. And hopefully he's not gone. Yeah, agreed. Because <laughs> right. I need to kill him. Okay, uh, actually, let's take a break here then. Uh, let's go to the bathroom, get a drink. And uh, as you guys are about to just ascend the stairs into the manor again. All right. We will be back momentarily, everybody. Beautiful. BRB Bourbon. All right. This has been Goats and Dragons presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.